Hello and welcome to another edition of Beer Breath. On today's episode, we will talk about uh, sports and beer and so much more. <laughs> so, uh, in particular, we will talk about um, the cats, just very briefly. <laughs> oh my god. No point, really. <laughs> if we can. Um, uh, beer, we have a new little beer of the week type of thing that we'll talk about here. And then um, the miracle of childbirth. Uh, we'll, we'll run through that. But before we do that and get to that, we got to start every show like we start every show and tap the keg. So, uh, Mike, you want to start us out? Yeah, I just wanted to give an update about um, for listeners that have been following for a while. We talked about the Mo City mower that mows around about out by my house. And it just keeps getting better because they – first I found out it had headlights, which was groundbreaking. It's elite. And then the other day I was driving by and they put like one of those little car flags on top of it. <laughs> so, he was just mowing around and the flag was blowing in the wind and I I about crashed three times because I went around the roundabout and I was trying to get a video to send to you guys. I finally just got a picture but I went about – Nine times around the roundabout, and I was dying laughing, so I about hit somebody. So, does most City have another job other than the roundabout, do you think? Does it go anywhere else? I don't think so. I think his one job's to mow the roundabout. He's confined to, to most. we got to figure out if he, like, lives there, too. Oh, he does. He does. He has he a little docking station. Yeah. No, shut yeah, up. Yeah, so when he's at, in at night, he's just sitting there in his docking station. So, <laughs> surely it doesn't collect, right? Can't uh, collect No, grass. it probably just... Well, he mows so much that like <laughs> there's, he's barely cutting up. anything. <laughs> he's just taking the very top of the grass off. How do you think that first yeah. mow was? That <laughs> was probably rough. Yeah. Getting his bearings. Uh, it, it's hard to like put into words how funny it was, but when when we were down there, I think it was Friday, like Friday afternoon or Friday night, right before, like right after we went to go see Kurt and a little chilly, but he. Uh, the mower, it goes so slow, too. Like, I had no idea. It goes like a half a mile an hour, <laughs> and it's got the little flag. We were dying. It's, it's hard to put into words, but it's so funny. <laughs> That's a slow-mo. That's a slow-mo. That's a slow-mo. Wow. Must be. I, I had one, but I can't remember it. Um, I do want to give a little shout-out here to a uh, another podcast in the area, up-and-coming podcast. Um and we'll have all that information in the description, but it's some buddies of ours, Josh, Josh Payne, uh, and his buddy Jack, who are in the personal financial planning major at Kansas State, uh, my alma mater. Uh, they are starting a podcast, and I think it's called um, School Smart, Money Stupid, I think. They're doing a little podcast about finances, so shout out to those guys. Nice. Yeah. Dabbling. Go check them out. I think they've just got an intro episode out now, but... They'll be putting some stuff out about, you know, balancing your checkbook and stuff like that. Do you guys balance your checkbook? Not to like undermine no. the. No, I don't think that's that's not going to be a topic <laughs> of theirs. That's your personal financial planning. Yeah, like, here's the topic: balancing your, balancing your checkbook. No one does it, so we'll move on. <laughs> so NP. No, I do not. Um, it's probably like setting goals and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Credit card debt and stuff like that. Learning about credit cards. Grown-up shit. Yeah, grown-up stuff that you probably should know. Um, some people might not. But yeah, balancing your checkbook, I don't do that. Because my bank... Because nobody writes checks. Yeah, I don't write checks. And the app does it all for you. Yeah, the bank app literally updates instantaneously, so 
I have a real time. Yeah, anytime I use my card, it sends me a notification on my phone saying your purchase of blah, blah, blah was approved. So, if there's fraudulent activity, I would know. Just a warning to all yeah. the uh, potential. Because imagine if that's how you had to rely, you, you just like, one day you're balancing your checkbook, you're like, holy shit. It's like six hundred dollars missing. <laughs> I would have easily spent way like less money at with checks, right? You had to. Uh, I don't know. I used when it was like the only God, thing you I had. Used my cards so much though. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I just I feel like it's such a hassle. You just. I do feel like I spend way less money if I have cash. If I just set yeah. an amount in my wallet, I'm like, all right, I'm only using cash. When's the last time you wrote a check outside of like rent? If you uh, even have to do it. Rent check. I've written checks recently, but not <laughs> as much as I use my card. I don't think I've, I've, okay, maybe once, but I've never written a check like at the grocery store. No. Yeah. Or something like that. Or like when you get in line at the grocery store and the person in front of you is oh. writing a check, you're like, all right, get out of here. Dude. Pretty insane. Get a, get a debit card, kid. <laughs> Games have changed. Grow, Grow up. up. Grow up. Yeah. Sam, what you got for us? All right, so this will probably lead into our uh, discussion today, but last night, <clears throat> so obviously didn't sleep that well, um, as is true with any Sunday night, especially after a game coming back, but I had a dream last night, <clears throat> so it was in my high school, so my high school setting, just imagine any high school, but our first period, our first class, it was like all of us in there, but then also like a bunch of random schmoes that, like, but we're all older-ish, but we're still in high school, whatever. So, anyways, Bill Snyder is teaching the class. So the first, the first thirty minutes or so of the um, of the lecture is him just giving like wisdom and stuff to everyone. <clears throat> then, anyways, after that, they open it up like we're the press and the media. So everyone's just grilling Bill. <laughs> So we're like, we don't understand what's happening with the quarterbacks. Like you said, the Delt is better. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody asked, like, uh, we we thought it was really cool when he had both quarterbacks in at the same time. He's like, we didn't ever do that. And then like it was just out of control. And anyways, Bill, the funniest part of it all is like halfway through the interview session, Bill was getting distraught because like he couldn't answer the questions. So he went over and there was a cooler and he grabbed a Coors Light and just popped it open. <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing dream. He was just drinking a bottle of Coors Light and then the bell rang. Um, and then we kind of just scattered off to our next class. <laughs> Your dreams are way better than my dreams. Well, or way worse, actually, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's don't one of the ones you wake going. up, you're like, what the fuck? I don't know. I just feel like that's a funny dream. I, I don't know if I've had a funny dream. Yeah, well, this was still more of a nightmare because I was obviously pissed about the game still. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's funny to talk about now, but, like, during it, during it, I was trying to come up with questions and, like, he didn't have any answers for anyone's questions. Um, so it was pretty terrible, but yeah, now it's hilarious. That's not yeah, really usually, a dream. That's actually real life. Yeah, it's essentially just a just fact. Sam wakes up. He's like, "Dude, come on!" <laughs> it's like this is absurd. Stand some damn questions, Bill. Yeah. Speaking of uh, the cat, I guess do we just want to go into the cats then, real quick? Does anybody have any particular thoughts before I do my normal rant? <laughs> I'm just so distraught, I don't know. I don't know. This one was more just heartbreaking because we had a chance to win. We 
put ourselves in a position to win the game in the second half and couldn't get it done. But the that's all the I have um, to say. the fun thing for so you know how we all usually sit in separate spots. I me and Mike actually sat in the student section in the second half. Um, so we had really solid seats. So that was pretty. I mean, for the most part, it was fun. And we're when we were coming back after we scored the second touchdown. I, I think there was still. Pro, was it into the fourth quarter yet, or just maybe just got into just the fourth quarter? Yeah, think, just right? got yeah. into it. Yeah, just got into it. So at that point, I, in my mind, I didn't say it out loud, but I was like, "Wow, we're going to win this game. This is insane." Because it just felt like that. Usually, when momentum starts getting going, and you have a team that like Texas wasn't really didn't look like they were interested in playing the second half, didn't really have many answers for for anything. Um, so that it felt like, you know, Skylar was going to do it again. So it was a good feeling then. Obviously, didn't work out. Um, Mr. Mr. dropped some more touchdown passes as per usual. Um, and then he, he missed Harris. But I, I can't blame him for missing Harris on the third down because um, he's only thinking about throwing the, the little curl um, to get the first. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, overall, just disappointing. Come out in the first half like that not have a clue. And if I would have been on the podcast the last few weeks, I would have been very wrong because last week, just in the text, I wasn't mad about Delton starting because I didn't think that Skyler had played well. And, you know, if you don't score points, you're going to get pulled. It's not that crazy. But I didn't realize Delton would just come out and spike the ball on pretty much every passing down. <laughs> I, I just remember, um, I remember very first offensive play of the game. And they go, that quarterback, number five, Alex Delton. And you could hear a mouse piss on a cotton ball in there. <laughs> nobody was cheering. Nobody did anything. Like, oh, yeah, okay, let's like, see how this goes. <laughs> Not well. It Not didn't well. Go well. <laughs> you could still hear a mouse piss on a cotton ball after that. I, I don't know, man, like. I understand when you're not producing points. Like, it's not that crazy to get benched, especially when you have somebody that they say it's neck and neck, right? Like, I would agree with you on that end. But when you think about it, okay, Skyler is worse. His bad his bad games, I guess. We'll, we'll throw out South Dakota kind of because they were still really splitting time. And, like, it, we'll throw out that one for both of them. I mean, really. Except for, well, not really because you could kind of. You can't have fucking Delton throw a pick right before halftime <laughs> for a pick six, no less. But that one's almost easier to let go because it's like, well, you're still trying to figure it out. But, okay, so Delton's – or Skyler's came against a, a pretty solid defense in Mississippi State in a ball control offense. And then West Virginia, who is a good team, uh, you know, I don't know. It's not an excuse, but at, at the same time it kind of is. But then you think that Delton's going to come in and save the day. And it didn't take a lot to – it didn't take any research, actually, to know that they were, like, one of the worst passing defenses in the Big 12 and one of the better rushing defenses in the Big 12, which I know it's early on in the season, so, like, both of those with a grain of salt. But it was very evident early on, and you silo yourself because, like, when it's a curl and it's third and eight and he spikes it three yards short, it's like, what do you think we're going to do on third and four? Like, we just can't, I don't know, we can't do that. And then, like, again, it's not, so it's frustrating that we get to that point and we do nothing. And then we bring in Skyler and we do, you know, basically everything. The defense play, I mean, hats off to the defense. Injuries are there, but, like, 
AJ Parker seems to be like kind of a dude. Um, after he got torched in after West he got torched, <laughs> yeah. After he absolutely got destroyed in West Virginia, but I mean, still like it's <laughs> not like you're there and you just. I don't know. Like, you're at least having some athletic plays. And, like, he came up and popped people. And the defense played well overall. Like, the offense put you in a position to lose with the the safety. Well, I mean, yeah, kind of. Because that's two points right there. And then the kickoff return. But, like, you play well. You play a really solid half with Skyler, who everybody in the world knows is the is should be the guy. And then after the game, Coach comes out and says, like, when asked about Skyler, how he played. He played well. Yeah, he played well. And it's just like, dude. Like, I don't know if it's Coach Snyder's way of trying to motivate Skyler to help him become more fiery and become a better leader because I've heard that Skyler can just be, when things are going bad, he just kind of goes off by himself and doesn't really show much leadership quality to get the team rallied behind him. But, yeah, I don't really... Yeah, you say that, though, but how many double digit comebacks as he had. Yeah, I'm not that's what I'm I'm that's why I I'm questioning Bill as if that's a way he's motivating him or if that's what he actually thinks because if he actually I mean I still trust him somewhat because he's been the coach for a million years and we've had some good years and but how far it's are you just gonna, weird. How far are you going to go with motivating him like are yeah. you going to take Three more losses <laughs> before you finally decide. Okay, I think he's motivated enough. Let's. Yeah, you know, it's let's just go weird. Him. It's I've never. There's doesn't seem like there's been that this much of a quarterback controversy since Snyder's been around. And it's not like there haven't been other quarterback situations like this, right? Yeah. Most recently, we have Jake Waters and Daniel Sams. Mm-hmm. I would say that D. Sams was better than Delton. Jake. As it stands right now, was much better than Skyler, but who knows? You know, I mean, Skyler had or Dalton. Who the fuck? <laughs> Jake had. Uh, Maybe that's coach's problem. He just can't like, keep him straight. He's like Jake. Uh, <laughs> he's getting old and forgetful. He's like uh, Dalton. Yeah, I, which one was in? The- <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Dalton graduate? No, wait. We've been we've been through this before, and it's alarming that we don't have it figured out yet. It, it is figured out. The only person that it's not figured out in is the one person that has to figure it out. And, like, if you're a K-State fan, like, buckle up. Like, you better hope, at least, that we have one of those. And I hate it because I want to start fast and we can't for whatever reason. But, like, strap up because we better hope that we have one of those years where we win five of the last six and make a bowl because that's what it's going to take. If we lose this weekend, yikes. I mean, sound the alarm, like really, because you think about where we're heading and the way that the program is trending and maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. I like, I, I don't want the program to be bad and it's kind of absurd to even like say that it might be a good thing, but it's sad to see coach do as well as he did for the program. And he's, if we have another, if we have a four win season, or, hell, a two-win... I mean, it could be a two-to-four-win season now. Like, that is a reality that is almost likely when you think about it. Like, and you heard it here first. <laughs> that is where we're heading. It's more likely that we have three wins than that we have six wins. And we're two games into the conference. I mean, that, that that's a tough deal. Yeah. And 
I think you did a lot for the program to get it back, but you're 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 like almost you're you're Bobby Bowden 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 yourself. Oh, like, I didn't you're know. you're ruining what you built, right? Like the program is bigger than you now. Like you have your accolades, and he's never been in it for the accolades. You have all your things. It's I mean. It's time to go. The the bright spot I can see. If you want to change in the program, Sean is not that coach. I think that we can all see that. The program won't change that much if it's Sean, which would have been a good thing, right, for most of the people had we talked about um, maybe a 7-8 win season, 9 win season. But when we're coming at it, if it's like a 4 win season, I mean, I don't know that people are going to want that. So maybe that'll force us to look elsewhere. At that point, then we're looking at like who is the guy, <laughs> right? You, like, you, you know what's crazy too is that. So I think about like yeah, you, you know, we'll three or four wins, but then I wonder if they think they're like, well, recruiting can't get any worse. So like, I guess it doesn't really matter. I so like you can't see how you like, can think that you can't you can't really get worse recruits than it's not even that's not even a, a factual that's not even a possibility. Like I don't even think. <laughs> I don't even know what would be worse. How would it be worse? You just never went and you just signed zero guys, maybe. You <laughs> took 40 walk-ons a year. Yeah, I just, I don't know. You hear things like from, and I, I they're different programs, right? But like you hear things from, I watched a video for uh, Scott Frost after the win. That, you could run through a brick wall for that guy. Like, I, I, I hate nubs, and I would run through a fucking brick wall for Scott Frost when he talks. Uh, James Franklin, after the the after the loss or whatever, he had a press conference. He's like, we're a great program. We are not an elite program. And, like, I promise you that I'm going to get this to an elite program. Like, that is my promise to you. And so we have an old senile coach that can't get us to go six inches and he won't back the... <laughs> <laughs> That's hard for a lot of people, yeah, but I mean, he's not the only one. I mean, come <laughs> yeah. on, give the old man a break. Come on, I'll, I'll be you done. Know, I'll be done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll be done. It's just it's frustrating because I want it to go different, and we look forward to football so much, and because it's the greatest sport in America right now, like and that's not a, a debatable, but it just really hurts. Like I kind of, I don't know. It's just really. I, sad. I have a. A couple points to make on yours. So, first of all, I don't know if you just mistakenly said it, but Nebraska hasn't won yet this year, so there's positive. What, yeah. Did I say they won? Yeah. You yeah. said after their win. Oh, no, no, no. They, they yeah. lost. They got Purdue. destroyed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have so it, they they're lost. miserable right now. <clears throat> and you're also forgetting the most important, or probably the bigger controversy over D. Sam's first waters was clearly Hubner versus Cody Cook. Oh, yeah. So, we've had... <laughs> actually, actually, the biggest quarterback controversy was Sam Lemire and Colin Klein in the summer. <laughs> and Justin Tuggle. Yeah, in the summer of 2011. Sam I'm Lemire pretty sure Tyson Hartman was in uh, quarterback uh, controversy. It might have been Prince years before yeah, he, he got moved to he safety. It for a little, so. Yeah, he, he was a quarterback for a little bit. Imagine. <laughs> that year... Oh my god, I can't even think about the Liberty Bowl year. So when when I get so we I always tweet about it cuz or tweet when I always text about whatever Tannehill says and he like obviously has insights cuz he was with the program and everything like that. But like I don't know, it seems like he he tweets stuff so he tweeted about how 
Bill wanted Sam Lemur to be the quarterback over Colin um, in 2011, which obviously would have been a terrible decision. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't even. T- <laughs> but I don't think it would have lasted long either. Like, I would hope that <laughs> it, would, it would get pulled for Colin. <laughs> but I don't know. Some of the things bother me that he tweets because he – he says that stuff and like all the guys are just like, I get that you're so, but then they're too scared to say stuff because they'll get kicked out of veneer if they ask him these questions. And it's like, well, I guess Twitter's their place where they can tell the truth to the fans. But it's like, I, I get pissed because it's like, they're just layups to, to Bill. And then I, I Bill they chooses what he you're wants exactly to answer. Right. So he chooses what he wants to answer because they ask him long questions and they'll just choose like one tenth of what they asked. <laughs> You know, that's something, though, that, like, you listen to other pressers and their their media people are like, why did you do this? And they'll give a shitty answer and then they'll just keep grilling them. That's how you get, like, those coaching videos where it's just, like, those coaching <laughs> videos where they're just, like, going insane, like, too many cats or whatever. Or, like, I'm a man, I'm did, 40 or something like you, that. Did you guys hear today? So, today, Gundy <laughs> got hacked. I was going <laughs> to so bring that up. I forgot until you said that. They had, like, hacker callers call into the Big 12 teleconference and start asking Gundy stuff. And he's just like, I don't know what this question is referencing. <laughs> So, like, it was super funny because the guy would start out, like, first of all, great win and, like, have a long background and then be like, with all that being said, uh, I was it playing without Jalen McCluskey on the field. And he's like, he transferred. What? That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. But, like, a lot of times they won't let him go. Like, they'll just – they'll keep hounding him and, like, are the people that come around – I mean, I understand it, right? Like, that's your job security if you're going to get thrown out of an ear – then that's not good for you, but like you also can't be a pussy. Like, well, yeah, they can't really. They were if Bill Snyder said you can't come into veneer anymore for asking a question about his team. Then we there have would other be problems. a big uproar. There should be. Anyways. Yeah, but, that's what I always think too. There'd be a, that'd be like a national story, and then you could just go crazy on Twitter, and everyone would love you. And <laughs> get a better job. Yeah. So. Brett McMurphy of sorts. It's <laughs> true, honestly. Yeah. All right, so we don't have our resident Jayhawk here in the studio today because he just couldn't make it. So uh, thank goodness we don't have to talk about KU. But is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, that <laughs> part of it. But I'm I'm guessing Trey might have brought it up. What does the KU versus K State outlook look like? Um, come November, whatever date that is, where the Jayhawks make their way to Manhattan. All I have to say is thank goodness it's at home. That's, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, that's not a joke either. Yeah. That's seriously, that's where sad. we're at. It's that's sad where to we're say. at. It's yeah. sad to say, but literally it's come down to home, home field advantage. Which we suck Which we don't home. have. Which <laughs> yeah. we suck yeah. at home. <laughs> but I, in the, last year we were better on the road. Well, yeah. and we come out and we're a second half team that all the students are going to leave if we're losing. Okay, so I'll say one thing <laughs> about the Texas game. Well, Way more after the first half performance, a lot more people came back into the game than I thought would, considering we had 22 yards of offense with like a minute left in the first half. But yeah, they had and moral pit. victories. Moral victories suck, and I hate doing that. But if we would have came out and you know lost maybe 20 to seven in the second half, and it would have been 39 to seven. I mean. You'd have to really call it and burn it down, like officially light that place on flame. Yeah, the place we don't have to light light a flame to is uh, the basketball program. Uncle Bruce, Bruce. has got her turned around. It looks like. Let's hope. 
No chance. We'll start with like preseason top 20 or something. It is encouraging though that that recruits that we did get, we got two on one night and I think they're pretty solid. Yeah, I would have liked to get the tech, the guy that went to tech. I'm terrible with recruit names, but the guy that Kevin McCuller. Yeah, and then there was another one that we lost to uh, Cal. Georgia was the one today that we lost. Yeah. Yeah, we lost one to Georgia and then... So, I mean, it's okay. Like, you're... Again, temper your expectations because we're still not going to get guys like KU, but they're, we're competing for some... Against actual real schools, not like it's us or Tulane. <laughs> what else? That's all. That's for... for all, that's K-State wrap-up. <laughs> yeah. Tired of it. <laughs> Said we weren't going to talk about it very much. Yeah. There's a half hour of your lives. Just get me going. Let's go on. Let's move on to something else that happened last week, maybe. Curtis, would you like to shine some light? Yeah, what do you guys want to know? <laughs> well, Curtis is now officially a father with a child on this earth. Yeah. Son Bishop was born on Thursday. Yeah. October. October. Allegedly. Allegedly. September 27th, 5.01 p.m. 5.01 p.m. Seven pounds, eight ounces, <laughs> and now in the windling corner at seven pounds, eight <laughs> ounces, 20 inches long. Yeah, but how tall was he? 20 inches. Imagine. <laughs> 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 he was 20 inches, and he's probably a lot less than that because he had an insane head when he came out. Yeah. It was like two feet backwards. It's nuts. <laughs> Whoa, he's an alien. <laughs> I, he wasn't. I mean, it was insane when he looked out, but that no, was cool. Like, honestly, I get sappy about this type of stuff, but it was one of the most miraculous things I've ever seen. Like, just to think about what's happening. He doesn't breathe at all inside the womb. The second he hits air, he starts breathing. You hear that first cry and like to see kind of what my wife went through. Like, it was, a, it was a really cool deal. I, you, you see your favorite playground burn down, as they say, but uh, it, 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 I wasn't even thinking about I that. I fucking <laughs> never heard that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You've never heard that before? I have never so, heard that. It must be a postpartum joke or something. It's kind of like a daddy stitch sort of type of so <laughs> We can edit that part out. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what they were talking about at the maternity ward, but I had never heard that. No, it's... Life. it's um. It was one of those things that it's it's just a really, really cool thing. It's hard not to get emotional about. So, And it's it's insane that the challenges that you had on that day are not at all what the challenges you have today. Like each each day, each hour really is a new is a new thing. You think you got one thing under control and then it's something else. How much sleep have you gotten in the last 86 hours? Uh, a decent amount, really. He he's been really good. So, um, shout out to Little Bishop. But he, <laughs> the first night was bad. We had about ninety minutes um worth of sleep. We were sleeping in increments of probably ten to fifteen minutes at a time. Um, and that was in between like two hours or so. For, so from like seven a.m. to seven a.m. on Thursday morning. Well, six a.m. on Thursday morning to about eleven p.m. on Friday night. It was eight ninety minutes of sleep, which is tough. But now we're on we're on some good feeding schedules. So Bubba's been good. He's been uh he's been great. So there's a lot of a lot of things. You got dad strength yet? <laughs> I don't think dads get dad strength, do they? You get dad strength. Well he doesn't have well he doesn't have to rough him up yet. 
Well, no, that's not what I meant. I meant like dad strength is in like you're going to be able to do things that you didn't know you could do because you have a child now and you just do them because you have to. Like buy a grill, which I did today. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. No, I uh, I don't know. I haven't been put in that situation yet, but I would imagine like it, it is different. Like they always say, uh, again, here we go through they always say, as you guys maybe haven't heard these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like it's different when it's yours, right? Like it's different when it's your kid versus someone else's that you don't really care about. But <laughs> I mean, I don't expect you guys to come in and be like, oh, like he's just perfect. Like I care about him. Like. You don't. I. Why would I mean you do? <laughs> you do because he's my kid. But it's not like you guys actually. You know, I mean, it's just not. Well, he's not our kid, so it's probably a different kind. But still, you care about him. I know you care about it's him. Just, but it's just uh, Kurt has a kid. Screw him. Trust me. Once you, when you have kids of your own, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Once it's yours, it's just like it's a whole. Oh different... wow! How much are we going to hear that? Yeah. 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 Boy, the so you guys have kids. Yeah, well, you guys got something coming to you. My Bishop will be fucking maybe not, uh, maybe not Dom's kids, but he'll be he'll be uh, babysitting most of your guys' kids. Probably, yeah, he's probably gonna be babysitting my kids too. <laughs> so that's fun. He's a cute kid though. Yeah, I, it's not so bad. Yeah, newborns. New, I dude, I just, I can't get behind it when like a newborn no. comes out. Like, oh, he's so cute. It's like, no. Nah. Step back and yeah. just take a look like, at it. Cute? Really, I mean, come on. Really think about it. Kind of looks like an enough. alien, but I, I'm the same way. And again, this is kind of where I come from. Like, it's different when it's your kid because to, <laughs> to me, he was like, he was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. And to everybody else, it's probably like, yeah, he's not that cute. I thought I actually do think. I actually do think that he is cute for a newborn. Yeah, he is for the most part. I he was less Mm -hmm. alien looking than a lot of newborns that I have seen. Yeah, I laughed in the middle of that drink, and it felt like I swallowed a fucking cinder block. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we that would be a good transition into uh, what you're drinking today, which would be another part of uh, the cast, right? Another part of the cast. Now we've got a new segment. This is the beer of our beer bad sports. What's the name of the, what's the, name of the podcast again? Beer bad sports. In the Matrix. <laughs> Another segment on the Beer Breath podcast is we're going to talk about beer. I don't know. It's our weekly beer review. It's in our theme song, Sports yeah. and Beer. We don't talk about beer ever, we, really. We talk about the hottest topics on the cutting room floor, but not beer so no. much. We usually consume the beer, and yeah. that's what gives us the beer breath. Which uh, is usually bush light, which is not shit. something that needs to be Wow, great. <laughs> it is not something that needs reviewed because you can go buy it from your uh, local liquor store for five bucks. Five. Imagine. <laughs> Today, we are drinking, no free ads, Casey Beer Co. Fest beer. Yeah, it's an interesting beer. It's, uh, it's naturally carbonated. They, <laughs> uh... To produce an authentic flavor, they import malts and hops from Germany. So, um, they employ yeast from a monastery brewery in Bavaria and use traditional brewing methods such as uh, decoction and cold lagering. So, um, to protect the freshness, their beer is unpatrized and naturally, naturally carbonated. So, it kind of has a, an interesting taste to it there that, wow. per the box. <laughs> <laughs> you did some study in there. It's a brewery what, um, uh, downtown. 
So it's it's not an Oktoberfest beer. No, it is. It's oh, it's it is. called Fest, but yeah, it's an Oktoberfest. It okay. It says it's a Vienna style lager, so Vienna, Germany. So so you guys going ratings here? What what's the? Yeah, see, Oktoberfest beers don't. I don't know. This is okay. If we go to Barstool, this isn't a cheese pizza, you know. No, this isn't the. It's so hard to compare beers yeah. to other beers because they're all different styles. But as far as Oktoberfest beers go, this one's not the best I've had. It's kind of hoppy. It's okay. It seems kind of hoppy to me. No. Well, you just kind of taste it on your tongue a little bit. I don't know. I'm not a beer connoisseur of uh, sorts. But. It tastes more like an amber yeah. Yeah, lager. Say, it it's a Vienna-style really, lager. Yeah, it doesn't really taste <laughs> any different than a... I'm just grasping for straws here. I'm reading every <laughs> yeah. single thing on here. It's good. I mean... Yeah, I, I, I like it. I really I've taste definitely had a lot worse beers, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, let's go around ratings then, maybe. How do we want to do this? Are we going to rate it as an Oktoberfest-style beer or just on our grand scheme of beers that we've ever drank? I think we don't even rate it. I think we just say, we give it a yes or a no. On if we would purchase it again to drink? Or if we would recommend somebody to get it as well. Okay. Just a thumbs up, thumbs down. All right. No guesswork here. So, Sam, take a couple (laughs) more drinks. Here's a problem. It says, it says store cold and serve in a non-frosted glass. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Serve in a non-frosted glass? Non-frosted. Who's ever heard of it? Apparently. How reckless are the beers that you're supposed to just pour really hard? <laughs> like, like well, when I say pour hard, not you're against supposed the glass. To, uh, yeah, well, you're supposed to... Drinking beer from a bottle is actually not good for you because it doesn't release a lot of the carbonation, so it can make your stomach upset. So that's like when you're supposed to... When you pour it in a glass, you're supposed to have the uh, some head on it, so then it releases some of the carbonation. But we're drinking it straight out of the bottle because we're the in-depth analysis of uh, scotch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thumbs up. I would drink it again. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it a thumbs Simple up. Simple as that. It's going to be way too hard to drink a beer and like give it, put it on a scale. Yeah. <clears throat> Unless we broke it down by Oktoberfest beers, you know, pale ales, all that shit. Brown, brown ale. I think it's brown a... Brown circle. <laughs> chili ring. It's just a little... <laughs> should, should give it a rating with the equivalent K-State level player. Oh, hey, that's a good one. Um... <laughs> I'd say this is like a, uh... It's like a Dalton Schoen. It'll mm. drop it. So it'll drop sometimes. Oh god, yeah. Jesus! Like a current? Are we going current case roster? Oh, we could go in ever. I guess <laughs> it's like a Daniel Sams <laughs> second row. <laughs> like uh, I mean, it's flashy. Yeah. So, yeah, he's flashy. Uh, First drink's good. Long term, probably can't have. More if it's than not there, term. it's like whatever. Uh, if he is there, he shows up on game day. Not so much practice guy. <laughs> it comes in the most insane box of all yeah, time. The, the packaging, the, the packaging is insane because it's like really tall. So you know how like when you buy a six pack, it is a uh, usually it's like the bottle stick up out of it, and you can just grab it really easily. Mm-hmm. Well, this if you stick it all the way down in, it covers the entire bottle, almost the entire bottle. Where do you than grab it? Head, right here. Is there a there's handles on the side, there's like handles a normal inside, but the, but the, the sides go up all up the way. On the side. The sides go up wow. the same not, distance. Not very uh, environmental not, friendly. No. no. 
not very eco-friendly. Does it say it's a recycled cardboard? Probably not. Uh, I doubt it. If not, this is going down, down quick. <laughs> oh, it says please recycle. Uh, well, fucking obviously. <laughs> I I've never had any of the other KC Beer Company beers. <clears throat> this is my first experience with them, but I think this is a pretty good beer for a local Kansas City brewery. Yeah, three thumbs up. Yep. <laughs> Three. <laughs> well, I mean, collaboratively. That's all I got. That's all I got. Sam, that's all you got? That's all I got. So Mike. we are skipping <laughs> We are skipping the last call on Wednesdays when we do these uh, beer reviews. So uh, one thing you can do is add us on Twitter or send us a PM or something. Uh, let us know if you have a beer that you think we should try. Um, we'll we'll give it a review. Well, that's what we're gonna do. So Wednesdays from here until whenever we are done doing this, I guess. Well, let's get a six pack of some crazy stuff and cry out for it. It's an Oktoberfest. <laughs> so uh, if you've got taste buds like we've got taste buds, then try it out. Yeah, who knows? Maybe in the future, our last call will be the thumbs up thing. So you just That's said literally what he was okay. just explaining. Well, I'm in the mind. <laughs> I'm also texting Keely to make sure Bishop's like still good and alive. So yeah, we're good. We're in here. We're back. All right. Well. All right. All right. We'll talk to you on Friday. <laughs>